You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Considered having a cup of tea, but uh. I, I I feel like nothing is better than tea. <laughs> like 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 that's like an example where like um, nothing means like not nothing. Are yeah. you having? Yeah, I guess we'll go over this like in episode. But what are you drinking? I don't want to say. <laughs> you guys are gonna make full tea of with honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like we start we start, get into it like do do you mean a hot toddy? <laughs> <I wish. laughs> do. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. This is a special episode because it is the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast holiday party uh, with a special guest appearance by the Touchline Media Group, uh, Gaffer, Captain. I'm, I'm not really sure what his actual title is, but uh, yeah, sure. Uh, he will be uh, he will be joining us uh, live uh it's not live. It's a pre-recorded message, but uh, with a special message from Dan over at the Touchline Media Group, uh, I am your host, Asa, aka the Twig. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Napoleon Greg, aka the Stump, and we have our longest-running co-hosts, uh, our, our our dear friends, Ben and Kevin. This episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Uh, for the Smith Workforce Management Group, for all of your business law, NIL law, uh, employment law, corporate law, uh, occasionally criminal law, as I learned today, uh, check out the Smith Workforce Management uh, Group at smithworkforce.com. So, uh, gents, it is the holiday party, which means, as with all holiday parties and or banquets, uh, we got some awards to give out. But before we get there, um, because we are all adults who don't have to ask our wives for permission for things... Uh, what are we all drinking? I uh, am having a passion fruit truly because my gastrointestinal system doesn't take gluten. So I can't drink beer. Uh, Gregory, what are we drinking? Uh, a double of Defiant, a North Carolina distillery. Oh, very nice. Uh, Kevin, what do you got? I'm drinking Spotted Cow, a Wisconsin only beer distributed only within the great state of Wisconsin bootlegged to the state of Colorado where everything is legal. Son of a bitch. I was going to say, <laughs> like, I, I didn't know that you could get new Glarus outside of the upper Midwest. No, so Wisconsin. Yeah. They won't sell it over the border yet. Wisconsin specifically. Yeah. Well, um, we all know that. Oddly enough in the little neighborhood. Go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say the, the little neighborhood that we moved into. Um, you know, we're in a cul-de-sac of five houses, of course. One of the houses is, you know, 
owned by two people from Michigan. And then the other house is owned by two people from Wisconsin. So on Christmas uh, day, our neighbor came over with a little new Glarus and Wisconsin cheese uh, gift. It was very nice. Did you, did you reciprocate with um, cherries? Like, I was going to say cherries. Yeah. Cherries and two hearted. Cherries and bells. Uh, no, but that's actually a really, really thoughtful gift. I'll, I'm going to do that when I get back home. Sounds good. Uh, ben, <laughs> listen to this. It was our idea first. Credit uh, should be given at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. Uh, ben, do you, do you have any beverages? Well, I am traveling for the Christmas holidays, and I am currently staying with my parents, who do not approve of drinking. So there is no fun here. Uh, <laughs> zero fun, sir. Well, I mean, we're playing board games and having fun that way, but none of it is uh, lubricated. Right. And so, so okay. So, um, see, the smart thing here is that Ben is a reminder, and this is, this is I'm going to put on my lawyer hat for a second. If you get invited to a holiday party, don't drink. It's, it's really the worst thing you can do at a holiday party because nothing good happens. Um, but this is a fun and remote holiday party. So uh, I, and I'm not- I'm the wild little guy. <laughs> so uh, so that's, uh, that's the, the, uh, the intro. But right now I want to uh, bring on our, our guest. He's definitely live in studio and not at all uh, recorded message via WhatsApp. But uh, here's a, a special message from our, our leader, uh, Dan. Guys, just before we, um, we get, you know, we get lit, I just want to say um, it's been an incredible year. Those that started the journey with us at the beginning of the year, we've seen nothing but growth. Um, those that have joined us later on, again, you've just come in and you've made this place brighter. Touchline Media Group to the world. We are international. Shout out to Touchline uh, and touchdowns, one of our newest recruits and one of our best recruits, in fact, our only recruits. But just to make us sound a little bit bigger, one of our newer recruits. Um, happy holidays and yeah, touchline to the world. Uh, he definitely remembers us. He knows who we are. Uh, didn't didn't uh, have a pre-recorded message. Have to give that out to all the groups. So uh, you have to admit our growth is amazing. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He does, definitely didn't forget our name halfway through and have to look at the screen to remember what it was. It reminded me of those, like, uh, like, uh, like in the office, like if you had like a pre, like the, the regional man or the, the corporate manager has to go to each of the regional managers and be like, we know that there's been tons of growth at the, uh, the, the Cleveland branch. Cleveland branch is killing it. All right. I really thought you were referencing the office. So I was like, wow, you're going to make an office reference right before we blatantly rip off the Dundies. Uh, yep. We are going to actually see, we're not ripping off the Dundies. We're ripping off paperdirect.com slash blog slash 2017 slash 12 slash funny office superlatives. Yeah, of course. Uh, so what we're doing tonight, um, dear listeners, is paper plate awards. Um, for those of you who didn't play a sport in high school, paper plate awards are the, well, they're awards that get out given out on paper plates and usually like they're fun things and, and, and like, you know, team specific inside jokes. And because we're a part of the U S men's national team, we think that we are allowed to give out uh, paper plate awards. So um, because this is a professional podcast, we have thoroughly stolen this from the website I just mentioned. Uh, and we are not going to come up with our own awards. We are just going to use a generic office uh, paper plate award format. Um, so we're going to go round robin. Uh, everybody gets to 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 do whoever they want. Um, but once a person is off the board, they're off the board. Uh, I said something stupid. It's like a different kind of party. <laughs> uh, somebody said something about not being lubricated earlier, and we're just going to go with that. Um, ew, ew. Uh, okay. So, gosh, why is that the first award? Um, <laughs> <laughs> order read <laughs> so i'm gonna go first because i'm i'm explaining the game and unfortunately for me the first award is the black hole award <laughs> uh paperdirect.com defines the black hole award as the most likely to lose things on the desk uh i'm going to amend that to most likely to lose the ball in transition which brings us to uh the one the only the colorado rapids own kellen costa 
Uh, hey. So, yeah. So, so I, I, all I can think about is the Panama game when every time something good could have happened, Kellen Acosta gave the ball away. He lost the ball. Uh, and so on, I, I was thinking, I will say this, I was thinking about using a, a striker who, who didn't pass the ball once they got it on their foot, um, which, is, which is probably the thing that made more sense here. But I'm going to go with, uh, with Kellen Acosta. So uh, for the confetti award, and Ben, you can explain what the award is and how you interpret it, because I didn't put that much thought into this. So Ben, you have the, the next award, the confetti award. According to paperdirect.com slash blog slash blah, 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 it is most likely to find a reason to celebrate. Um, I just went with who generally seems happy. Um, and I went with Eunice Musa. Um, he was on um, the... Orange Slices podcast did like an interview with like Mark McKenzie and Heath Pierce on there. And he was just like a, a super happy, humble dude. And just, he's always got a smile on his face. He, he seems cool. Like, I don't know. He just seems, uh, just seems like a, a generally happy person that it'd be fun to chill with. Uh, yeah. And uh, he had a couple of reasons to celebrate this year. Um, specifically his link up play on the right side of whatever, was that the Mexico game when he and Wea and uh, whoever guessed. guessed. Um, just like carved yeah. up the the attacking right side of Mexico, so that was fun. Uh, Greg, you're you're on next. Um, you have the Dewey Decimal Award. I don't I don't know what that means. So again, PaperDirect.com defines it as the most organized, and I chose to interpret this as a off the pitch award instead of on the pitch, and I will be giving it to the the three Ethan's Horvaths because. They look like a person who has their entire day scheduled out on various post-it notes, just gently pressed into the wall around his apartment. And strictly speaking, he did, he did have a pretty like good, uh, good jump on the one penalty that he had to save, which implies that he was organized about what he was supposed to do there. (laughs) I feel like that's good for keepers too. They're always keeping things organized. They're always the ones studying like penalty taker, you know, tendencies and everything. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's a veal uh, reference to them all being head cases. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of a, I don't, was it, was it the Astros? Who's like some guy picked up the catcher card and refused to give it back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Astros because it like, it just like fell out of the catcher's back pocket while he's making a tag. The Astros guy picked it up and then just like continued to read off it for the next four days. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Um, so, okay. So, so uh, congratulations to our good friend, Ethan's Horvath, friends. Um, Kevin from, from the mountains of Colorado, uh, who gets the Fashion Week Award? Uh, as someone who follows this specific player on social media and sees how involved they are both in their own modeling career as well as the general uh, fashion world, and also just through kind of, you know, fun human pieces that the team has done as far as, you know, describing, oh, who's best dressed. Um, I think this is the second award he's picking up already tonight. It's, uh, it's Colorado Rapids own Mr. Kellen Acosta. Okay. I'm, I'm as, as, as the, the person and the MC in charge, I'm, uh, I'm overruling that and giving it to the literal fashion model Owen Otisawi. He works for Burberry. Yeah. <laughs> literal. Well, you know what? Maybe also doesn't really play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin. We complained that you weren't. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel, I feel bad for Otisawi. I think is um, going to be one of those, like maybe one of the first American cases of he is not going to play soccer for non-soccer reasons. I was going to say, uh, speaking of head cases, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was actually a, uh, like, I, I hesitate to get, actually get into, like, the soccer portion of this podcast, but um, there was a, a word today that he he is going to get a loan back to you, uh, England. Um, that nobody wants him, but he's right. being offered. Right. He is desperately trying to get a, a gig at, uh, yeah. I don't know, Northampton, Nottingham yeah. Forest, whatever. Yeah. County. He's one of those guys where you hear, like, little things here and there, and then you hear, like, four or five things, and you're like, oh, he's one of those kind of guys. Yeah. Well, like, I, I think that he's a guy who like, like, and it's like, we, we, um, we, we joked about it at, at first where it's like, oh yeah, he's just a model who one day like, uh, stepped on the pitch and was like, oh, I'm, 
I'm I'm good at this game. But at no point was he actually like a <laughs> a soccer player. Right. You hear like these things like, oh, he'd be great in defense. Then you hear like an interview, he's like, I refuse to play defense. <laughs> like, oh, all right. <laughs> um <laughs> so cards right, that could be American Mario Balotelli. Oh, <laughs> right. God willing. <laughs> a man after my own heart i always loved mario balotelli he was great i love the story about him like you read the story where he got like sent to the store for groceries and came back with like fireworks and a new car or something. <laughs> oh, like, I, I heard oh. the one where he got he got pulled over for, he got pulled over driving his like lamborghini or something like over 100 kilometers an hour and he just had like three hundred thousand dollars in cash sitting in his front thing and they asked him like what like what is that? He goes, I cashed my weekly paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Brewster's millions in real life. <laughs> and they're like, what? Goes, yeah, like, what do you do with your paychecks? I just, I just cashed it. I'm taking it home. <laughs> I like, and this is the second time I'm going to bring up baseball for some reason, but, um, but like the, the Manny Ramirez stories of him just having like tens of millions of dollars worth of game checks in his locker because he just like couldn't be bothered to go to the bank. <laughs> He didn't know how he didn't know how to get cash checks. <laughs> in the Cleveland baseball team used to direct deposit, and when he got into the Red Sox, they gave him physical checks. And the story is, he's like, "I don't know what to do with this. Like, they just <laughs> gave me money. What? Do you, like, why are you giving me paper?" Um. So, uh, so our very own Mario Balotelli. So, so Ono Tsawi gets the Mario Balotelli Award, apparently. Um, and uh, Kellen Costa comes up with the Fashion Week Award. Um, so I get the, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up next here. Uh, I get the GPS award, which is most likely to know where anyone is at any given time, which on, I, I I'm going to take a step back here on the soccer field. That's actually like a, a, a super useful thing to know. It's like a helpful thing. Can you imagine having an actual office party and somebody getting this award? <laughs> it's like, like someone's like, just like minding their own business and be like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Craig over in accounting, he's constantly monitoring everybody. And you're like, why is why does Craig know where I am at all times? That's pretty weird. Just uh, the police started playing in the background. <laughs> oh, where they work at Amazon, where they like track your movements or whatever. Oh, now I got sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for for the GPS award, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to come up with with uh, a guy who I, I actually think like um has has been really good at uh you know make like picking out passes and and making the the passes that like we would really want him to make and i i'm, I'm i was torn I'll, I'll admit i was torn between two people the theoretical version of this award um goes to our our friend john brooks um but unfortunately this this year has not been uh super on form for him but i'm gonna give this one to uh Gianluca Busio. Um, I think that he's he's done a very good job of of picking out those passes of finding people. I think that he did like I like and maybe it's just who we compare him to, but like his ability to to turn over his shoulder and make that quick pass, uh, knowing where people are. Um, yeah, I think I think that that's that's what what I uh, I came up for. So that's the uh, that's the uh, the GPS award again. Cool on the soccer field, uh, a sports thing, knowing where people are, great. Uh, a corporate environment, don't be that guy. If if you get the <laughs> GPS award at your office, like reconsider your day to day. Unless that's your unless that's your role for Amazon, then just do it good, do it well. Right, or you're in corporate security. Like if if it's your job to figure out if people are stealing, then yeah. Or, or what 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 is it called? Loss mitigation. There you go. That's, yeah, sounds better. Risk management, loss mitigation, uh, GPS yeah. award. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so so next we have uh, Ben. You, do you have yours uh, up here? I do. I am up with the janitor award, best at cleaning up for other people's messes. And I'd like to throw out there before I even answer this, Weston McKenney is the answer for like 90% of these categories, but yes. you can't use them all the time. So we're going to keep pushing <laughs> you down the road. It's Western Desk. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's like uh, series. I feel like the uh, the janitor award has either got to go to Tyler Adams or Miles Robinson, and I'm just going to go Miles Robinson because I feel like there's other places to put Tyler in. Uh, Miles has been the you know kind of the, the for me at least like the breakthrough player of 2021 for the U.S. First first center back on the team sheet, hoping he gets that move to Europe. Although it seems like he's in that weird, he's more valuable to Atlanta 
to, than he is to Europe. So there, he might just be, you know, an MLS lifer. But I don't know. Either way, he's been great for the U.S. Excellent defender. Yeah, I, th- I think that, that that's a a very, very solid. I, I, I'm really appreciating that as, as we're doing this, I don't know if you guys are also on the, I'm going to, I'm going to do production meeting stuff, but I don't know if you guys are also monitoring the, uh, the show notes as Kevin makes his commentary. It is delightful. I will be posting all of this on Twitter later. Oh, Kevin, you're the, you're the blue, huh, Kevin? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like I said, I'm a professional. I read the show notes before the show. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Stump, Stump, you're up. You're up next. Uh, I am up next for the Lady Gaga Award, which is defined as the most likely to push dress code limits, which, speaking of Serginio Dest, <laughs> come on down. Uh, uh, mainly, mainly based on the fact that he thinks he's a TikTok star, and if he's going to do all of the dumb dances at some point, he's going to show up in, like, reverse ripped jeans, which is just ripped over his butt. It's <laughs> called assless chaps? Yeah. Yeah, same idea. <laughs> same idea. Uh, again, I, I'm, I'm going to put on my human resources hat here. If you get this award, congratulations, you have a sexual harassment lawsuit on your hands. Uh, I, I, again, please look out for the Smith Workforce Management Group. They do do employment law, which includes sexual harassment cases, which if you get the Lady Gaga Award, uh, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Hey, uh, if you don't like the way that I look in the workplace, look somewhere else. <laughs> I didn't realize we were making taking an ad break there. That's weird. <laughs> uh, that's not the ad break. This is the ad break. I did that first, you assholes. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. <laughs> okay, uh, Kevin, you are you're up uh, with the next award. Yep, so I'm doing the Librarian Award, which would be most likely to keep everyone in line. Um, I don't want to use Tyler Adams for everything, always. So what I'm gonna, who I'm going to call out is within, our, we're not describing this as the goalkeeper pool, but as U.S. men's national team eligible goalkeepers, who is the best at organizing a defense in front of them? And the award in 2021 and probably in 2022 goes to Tim Howard. <laughs> because who else? I just have visions of him in his big Mickey Mouse gloves, clapping his hands and telling people what to do and then making tons of saves and doing great things. So thank you, Tim. Uh, I, I appreciate that because I feel like that is more than anything else. Like the, the direct shot that Zach, Zach Steffen like needs to step up for. Because it's like, oh, who's our best keeper? Uh, 41-year-old NBC employee, Tim Howard. And I don't really know that very many people uh, in our community would disagree. (laughs) Yeah, that's the sound of the people disagreeing. (laughs) Uh, um, So, okay. So uh, the next award we've got here is the Light at the End of the Tunnel Award, which is most likely to see the positive. Again, what type of corporate environment are you working in where the light at the end of the tunnel uh scenario is is what we're talking about here um you know i i i hesitate to uh to question but um on our team uh for most likely to see the positive um i'm going to go with uh uh right here i'm going to go with jordan morris and like usually like we we, we try to do jokes but I, I'm going to go with Jordan Morris just because, like, he had, like, a, a killer of a year. Like, he, he finally got his move to Europe and then immediately tears up his knee. And, um, you know, so, yeah. so I think that his, his positivity probably kept him going. And, and it was really nice to see him uh, in that very serious friendly that we took part in, um, where he was actually the best winger that we had on the field. So, uh, so I'm going to give that to Jordan Morris. Uh, and uh, we hope to see more positive from him uh, in 2022. As right, you've got to spe- 
if you've got to start your fourth winger, it's nice if it's Jordan Morris instead of Paul Ariola. Sorry, Paul. And also, sorry, Comrade, which is a separate issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, apparently, Tim Wea, but whatever. Uh, okay. Um, the next award is, uh, is Ben's. Ben's, who do you got? The Loch Ness Monster Award, least likely to be found. So just as a, a nerdy aside, I desperately want the Loch Ness Monster to be real because I think it's so cool. Um, but uh, also, the, this U.S. national team player, I would like to believe is real, but you rarely see him. It is Jonathan Amon, Jonathan Amon. The, wow. the uh, disappeared into the, uh, Norway somewhere, I believe. I forget. Uh, looked very fun and has never been seen from or heard from again. <laughs> I um, I was I was gonna go with uh, Darlington Nagby there. That's another good one. Which oh, or uh, who is that? Who is that center back who um was like the best American center back in FIFA, but he never got a call up. Um, he played in Minnesota for years and years. Oh, Ike Opara. Yeah. Yeah. He played at a January camp or something, but yeah, never got any real. Yeah, uh, he like disappeared from Minnesota too. That was yeah. uh, kind of a strange strange situation yeah I, I like i don't know what he's up to these days i i hope he's successful in whatever endeavors he's pursuing but um right. he was he was always funny to me because in in fifa he um he was the best center back for the u.s men's national team so like whenever you like like brought people in you were like oh right he's american <laughs> right <laughs> um so jonathan amon who uh i wait wait is is Am I allowed to make Jonathan a non-jokes or no? <laughs> not sure I'll get it, but I think I get where you're going. Anonymous. There he goes. Jonathan Anonymous. <laughs> Jay That's why you read all those books. Because <laughs> he hasn't shown up. J-Mon. J-Mon. Anyways. Stumpy, you are up next with... Again, not the name I would use for a corporate environment, but hey, here we are. A mind-blowing award for those that can blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, not great. <laughs> Defined as most likely to generate creative ideas. So I think that the best use of this award is to a presumably midfielder or winger uh, who is creative with his passing, with his movement around the uh, upper third, and with his creative dribbling. And I think I want to give this one to Brandon Aronson. I think Aronson had some, uh, let's call them imaginative runs uh, for the U.S. men's national team this year, which at least they're not panic-inducing imaginative runs. Like, I have a general confidence that he knows sort of what he's trying to do. Uh, and it's always fun watching him, whether he's, you know, moving with the ball or without the ball. So I'm giving it to Brendan. Uh, I, I think that's a good shout. I think we're, we're good with that. Also the news, um, today, I think it, it came out today that, um, Salzburg, uh, would like, uh, more Aronson when Brandon moves on in January, uh, and they are actively recruiting Paxton, uh, ah, nice. Aronson little, I, I think, I think he's going to be like 35 and I'm going to be calling him little Aronson. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think the only other person that has a shout there would be maybe Geo. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I think that's I think that's fine. Um, like Geo to Salzburg? No, 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 no. Like the uh, like as cre- as creative. Oh, as Brandon. Uh, yeah. So to be fair, um, and I know that uh, Jim Valvano told me not to do this. I did not survive in advance. I just assumed that uh, Geo was getting one later in the in the paper plate award, so I just didn't give it <laughs> give it to him. Uh, that's, that's, that's fine. He actually, uh, if he's, if he's still there, when I get to my next award, he's going to get it. So you, you were, you were not wrong. Um, Kevin, you've got the next one. Yep. I have the, on the dot award, which is best at meeting tight deadlines. Um, so very similar in my mind to the previous award. Um, but when I think of tight deadlines, I think of, of, of narrow passing windows and, and having to, you know, put the proper weight on a ball. And we didn't see enough of it, but I'm going to give this to Luca De La Torre. Luca, that's a good shout, uh, Luca De La Torre. So, so Kevin, do you, do you think that uh, that Luca is part of the uh, setup going forward? Maybe, 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Greg creates him enough in some of the things that he does. I also wonder if a healthy geo centrally can do a lot of the same things while ultimately just having like a higher ultimate ceiling for, you know, the ability to completely just break a game. Um, I don't know. It's kind of sad. I feel like this team doesn't really just have, they don't, it doesn't put a value on the notion of just having like, Hey, we need to score goals <laughs> and play creative players. Sometimes it's, it's very defensive and we still don't concede very many goals at all. Um, and I feel like given the fact that our back lines kind of figured itself out, you could play a luxury player here or there, but if I had to guess, I'd say, no, we'll see Kellen Acosta and Christian Roldan in the midfield before Luca. Well, let's hope that uh, Kevin is not on the dot with that assessment. So mm. I, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is the right place to even like throw this theory in, but I think Berhalter does not like prickly personalities. And if you show even a, a little bit of like, I don't know what the right word is. Like you're a Hoppiness. little personality. <laughs> like if you show a little bit of like, I, I'll, I'll push back on you. Like that person doesn't get called in a lot. So yeah. I think, I think that De La Torre maybe like he's, he's not, they said anything super controversial in the press, but he said some stuff. So I, I think if you speak out, you may not get a lot of call-ups. So I, I, I think that that actually makes sense. Um, I, I do want to point out here that like, um, like uh, in terms of like different coaching styles, like uh, pretty famously, there's a, there's a famous story and I'm, I'm going to tell the story specifically because um, Stumpy is currently wearing a uh, Nuggets jersey um, shirt. Uh, so um, Gary Harris, who played at Michigan State, um, was famously quiet. And Tom Izzo used to like scream and yell at, you know, as he does, he screams and yells at his players. And he likes it when people yell back. Gary Harris didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it. Uh, late in his freshman year, uh, Izzo was yelling at him and Harris like snapped and like dropped a whole bunch of F-bombs in Izzo's face. And then like they didn't talk for the rest of the game and Harris like, showered real quickly and ran away and Izzo like followed him and was like, dude, you first, great, good job. Finally got that out of you. Really proud of you Two, You cannot curse someone out and then run away. <laughs> like as like, as like, as like a, a, a principle in your life, if you curse someone out, you got to hang around <laughs> because otherwise people don't like that. So curse me out again, but stay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg Berhalter probably would not want to be cursed out by Gary Harris. Yeah. Well, not even saying it's necessarily a bad thing. Cause I think Berhalter very much values chemistry. So I think if he identifies you as somebody who isn't good for that chemistry, you're get the ax. So I don't know. I, again, I'm just talking out of my rear end here. So who knows? Well, I I'll tell you what, who's not talking out of their rear end is this sponsor. That one was seamless, and I will not hear any comments. You don't know that they're not talking out of their rear end. What if it's like a colonoscopy clinic? You don't know what's yeah. happening? I, yeah, I mean, I guess if any colonoscopy clinics happen to get uh, that ad read, uh, I apologize, and we are happy to do a host read ad down the road. <laughs> Maybe you know Ace Ventura how... is advertising again. <laughs> do you know how insufferably I will be if there is a colonoscopy clinic ad in there? Uh, we all will. Uh, but... Um, Speaking of insufferable, uh, the Outer Orbit Award is the next award, uh, and it's the most likely to push all limits. Now, again, if you are pushing limits in your workplace, stop it. People don't like that. Don't push limits. Stay within the bounds. Did you design this entire episode just as a giant ad read for your own (laughs) Who's to say? Uh, But in terms of uh, most likely to push all limits, I'm going with uh, our... our, uh, large adult son well teenage son uh Gio Reyna um because his uh ability after uh, in, in every appearance he has to make everybody hate him I think uh says something about like who he is as a person uh and I, I don't get the sense that he like goes into these uh games with like uh, an upbeat attitude about like I'm gonna be accepting of others I I get the sense that he's there um cackling as people struggle with whatever is going on if i ever meet Gio Reyna, the first thing i'm going to be is what did you say to that guy that made him hop up and stop faking being injured 
Yep. I, I, I would I love need to, to know. know. It's like it's the end of Lost in Translation of the U.S. <laughs> men's national team. <laughs> um, uh, Bruce so, dead the whole time. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, you're, you're next. All right. So, uh, next is the Page Six Award, which seems to be most up to date on office gossip. We're going to skip over the obvious candidate there because it's the answer for everything. And uh, I'm going to go Reggie Cannon because he seems delightfully like oh. to know. He seems like he knows everything and is really like funny and petty about it. So like, I don't know if people caught this, but apparently some woman online said something about like, are there any guys here or something? And Matthew Hoppy was like, yeah, I'm here, babe. I don't know. And Reggie Cannon chimed in is like, down astronomically, so I feel like he just knows everybody for a business. solid week. <laughs> Down astronomically, yes. So the uh, so what it was was a like a, a porn bot uh, said that on a U.S. men's national team post. Oh, <laughs> and Hoppy said hi, and Reggie can. <laughs> that just reminds me of the uh, of the SID. In that uh, press conference with the Alabama kid earlier this year when he revealed Saban's favorite joke. And you just hear the SID from the back of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Stop! Stop! And, like, the funniest part about it is, like, Reggie Cannon, like, he mentioned it at some point. It was like, somehow I became the adult and I'm 22. Right. Right. (laughs) And, like, like, that's, like, an example of, like, what happens when your adult is 22 instead of, like, being the actual veteran who texts him, like, don't do that. He's just talking shit on the Instagram. I mean, we've talked about this, too. He's, like, he's married. He comes from, like, his mom is a doctor. His grandfather is a Ph.D., like he's probably got a pretty good like head on his shoulders and he's got to see these guy guys he's hanging out with. He's like, Oh no, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like uh, again, and we mentioned it before, like him and Daryl DK have to have conversations yes. about the people they interact with. Yes. Hey, it's their, it's their book club. Yeah, right. <laughs> they just get together and gossip. But did you see? Totally. Did you hear? <laughs> um. It's just like Wes walking up, be like, yo, you guys hear, read Harry Potter again? Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and like Reggie Cannon's like, uh, no, I did not read Harry Potter again. I read like the three books that J.K. Rowling stole from to get the idea for centaurs, uh, which I assume would be something like in Greek <laughs> and mythology. Then, and then Weston is like, do you know how many girls Harry Potter can still get you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the answer to that question is more than Matthew Hoppy is able to get via Instagram. <laughs> Uh, so greg what's the next one the issue that he replied to a uh bot or that he thought it was a porn star like which one's the bigger issue it was on his employer's instagram i didn't ask okay i asked i gave you two choices i didn't say overall uh it's it's unclear Ooh, okay so mine is the phone tag award so the least likely to answer their phone uh, our dear leader had a guess as to who it was. Damn it, Kevin. Damn it, Kevin. I was building up to that with David Ochoa. <laughs> uh, David Ochoa has blocked every number with a U.S. <laughs> like, ah, no say, no say. <laughs> it's like, like he, he, he blocks all the U.S. airing codes because you have to imagine that somebody on that team, every time Mexico loses, is just like texting him like, you up? What's up, fam? <laughs> Peppy just has a save. Peppy just has like a save response. It's just like one, and then it just sends, "Hey, bro, you see the score?" <laughs> um, okay the the next uh, the next award goes to uh, Kevin. Kevin, what do you got? Yep, it is the playground award. Most likely to make work fun. Um, this is very obvious, and it's my guy, Weston McKenney. He, he, he does have fun in the workplace. Oh, yeah. As he should. You know what? I think wearing, that it's... Wearing Heelys to work? Yes. <laughs> Heelys, a World Cup qualifying cycle, whatever you're feeling, like, you know, th- there's always time for extracurriculars. And Weston understands that. He explained ranch pizza to, like, the Italian captain in the cafeteria of the World oh, beautiful club. Like, the man knows how to have a good time. Making Midwesterners proud 
all across the globe. <laughs> He's he is my hero. And like I'm being dead serious when I say this. If there was like if I was like forming a pickup team, like oh we're gonna go play like six on six somewhere. And I could call anyone in the current pool. He's the first because he's just going to be a riot. He's going to no, ball. Yeah. He gets he's on just for that. Uh, I forget what match it was, but when the the ref made that one questionable call, and he just gives him like the side eye the whole time. Like, mm, no, I don't know about yeah. that. <laughs> when I when I played a pickup or not pickup anymore, like men's league at like the local indoor place back before COVID. Like if we were getting killed, I would go buy a six pack at halftime from like the like the bar, and we would like start drinking at halftime. I feel like Weston would do that. Um, so I I'm no longer employed by this uh, law firm anymore, so I can tell this story. Um, we played work softball. We were in a softball league, and um, if we were down by uh, seven runs or more in the first four innings, we had an internal mercy rule. At which point, <laughs> somebody would leave and go get a pint of Jim Bean. And that would be, that would be how we, we uh, in, the, in the outfield, how we dealt with things. I was playing uh, left field at the time. Um, and let me tell you how hard it is to judge a pop fly <laughs> after, after a few sips of Bean. Uh, and also, I'm not a very good outfielder to begin with, but this was a work softball league. So like, I couldn't play my natural position of um, second base. <laughs> Just annoying everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like the 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 uh, the guy who chirps. Like, I'm I'm a pretty good big fan of that. Um, uh, Russ Tyler in Mighty Ducks was was a role I really uh, liked. Um, so the closest we ever got to this for uh, I think my favorite bachelor party activity I've ever involved myself in uh, was a curling like nights they gave we we took up uh curling for the night um number one great sport everybody should give it a try it's great uh number two we didn't realize that we this was in canada and we didn't realize that we'd signed up during like the local invitational and this was like a feeder tournament for like the national tournament so the people there were people there taking this very seriously and obviously we show up and immediately start drinking and then uh somebody tried to cut us off after the first match because they're like ah, this is like a real this is a real tournament. You guys need to take this seriously. And there's a, like, the most Canadian person you can ever imagine was standing behind us. It was, oh, no, they're cutting you off, boys? Here, I got you. Let's get around for the boys on me. And it's just like, I love, I don't know who you are, but I will come back to this country just to give you a kiss on the lips. Uh, we like Canada, um, as it turns out, on this, on this podcast, um, I guess. Uh, who, is it my turn? Am, am I on the quarterback award? Yes. Okay, uh, so the quarterback award is the most likely to pass off work, which implies to me that somebody doesn't know what quarterbacks do. Uh, whoever from Paper Direct wrote this up, like, does not understand the role of a quarterback. They, they actually take on the most work. They call out protection schemes. Uh, they, they make checks at the line, make audibles. So I'm going to ignore Paper Direct here. They, they give their, their checks to the linemen, and then the linemen make the uh, corrections. Ask Kevin's brother. We, we, we are at the point in the episode in which the alcohol from the beginning has started to kick in, as you can tell. Hey, Mike. Um, so I'm going to give the quarterback award to, uh, to actually, in, instead of the most likely to pass off work, but the, the most likely to do the things necessary to win games and ensure that we um, get where we're going, which is the actual role of a quarterback, not to pass off work, but to um, put it on your shoulders when, when the game's on the line. And I know that I had him, uh, I had him tabbed for later in the episode. Um, but how are you going to make your quarterback anybody but Christian Pulisic? Um, Captain America, he uh, he gets the award. He's the guy who who takes it on. Uh, you know, he gets hit to the ground a lot, which quarterbacks do if you're bad, which uh, we have been recently, but maybe aren't right now. So uh, Christian, you're our quarterback. You're our you're our captain, and. Uh, Hopefully Chelsea stops playing you as a center forward because you're five foot five and 120 pounds soaking wet. All right. All right. So I'm up with the racehorse award and it, the racehorse award also, according to their description is somewhat insulting. So we're just going to ignore it. It makes it sound like lazy. I don't picture <laughs> racehorses as lazy. They're so not. we're going to go with, yeah, right. Somebody who, <laughs> although if you read Seabiscuit, Seabiscuit was kind of lazy and it's hilarious. Um, uh, can, hold on. Can I, can I, can I make a digression for a moment? Of course. To me, the canonical uh, 
the canonical version of Seabiscuit is Bojack Horseman's playing of Seabiscuit. <laughs> um, so I actually never saw the Tobey Maguire Seabiscuit, but I have seen a significant amount of Bojack Horseman interpreting Seabiscuit. Uh, and he seemed like a um, alcoholic who, who who just like wanted one more race. It was like Days of Thunder, actually. Sea Biscuit was essentially Days of Thunder. All right. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and call this more of like a thoroughbred. Gets up and down. Does a lot of running. Uh, we're gonna give it to uh, Jedi Anthony Robinson uh, because he just runs all day. And also, you play the championship. I feel like if I just randomly check scores, I'm like, oh, Fulham's playing for the sixth time this week. So like <laughs> he is uh, he is covering a lot of uh, a lot of ground for club and country, getting up and down the line, looking good out there. Yeah, good with that. Jedi uh, moving around, always good. Um, nope, can't connect it to killing younglings. We'll move on. Because <laughs> um, Jedi. No, I got it. That was awful. All Jedi kill children. Yeah, got it. Greg, it's your turn. <laughs> I don't like I don't like the revolt that's going on here against me. <laughs> and it cut. And it uh so I get the skydiving award, most likely to take risks. Uh and despite the fact that he has fallen out of favor with many USMNT fans, uh there is still only one man to play for the USMNT this year who I like to imagine yells Kobe. Anytime he takes a shot from 35 yards out, uh, number I don't freaking know in your. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> to feel it's uh, Sebastian Jet. Woo! Uh, I'm still not sure, despite watching entire years worth of USMNT matches, that Sebastian Lejet still doesn't think that Sebastian Lejet is the best player on the USMNT. I, I think he's got the most confidence uh, out of pretty much anybody on the team. And I would just like to point out that almost all of my awards could have gone to either Wes or Dest. And so I had to get creative and give it to Sebastian. Uh, Those hoppies just brazen commitment to making shit happen mean nothing to you? On and off the pitch. I about him too, but I wanted to make a Kobe joke. <laughs> um, so the uh, the next award, I'm, I'm, I'm going to preview this for, for our dear listener. Um, it is, it is my favorite part of the show notes that have been updating as this goes because Kevin enjoys typing while, he, while we work. Uh, I enjoy this. Ben's response, also really enjoy it. Uh, Kevin, this is your award. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, it's a squirrel award. Greatest stash of stuff in desk. So my mind went in one direction and it's not what I ended up you know, landing on. My first thought was Breck Shags. I feel like he could just have like some totally screwball stuff. Like I imagine his home office has got like salt rock lamps and all kinds of like cool hippy dippy stuff that people in us in Colorado really appreciate. Does Kyle um, Beckerman mean nothing to you? Oh, I'm, I, dude, the, the two of those guys could be hanging at the at the ski house with me right now. Believe me. <laughs> um, that being said, I really think that Tim Ream has coaching notes he's a player coach like let's be honest that guy knows the system inside and out he works with the kids he's got to have just you know a desk butted up to to triple g's just you know ready to kick off camp every time i think that that makes a lot of sense yeah i just (laughs) imagine that he's got like everything written down like uh McVeigh has stored up in his mind where like you ask him like oh you know uh uh, left on a penalty kick in 1997 what like who was the uh what angle did the shot kicker take and like just like flips through these index cards and he's like oh yeah that was a 37 degree angle to the right blasted at 14 miles an hour and you're just like you you need other hobbies man so if, if Tim Ream is the Sean McVay of the U.S. men's national team, who is the Cliff Kingsbury who stuffs him in a locker? That's got to be Walker Zimmerman. <laughs> Nerd. Walker, Walker Zimmerman definitely walks by Tim Ream and says, one, my hair is better than yours. Two, nerd. <laughs> it's Daryl D.K. calling Tim Ream a nerd. And then everybody's just been like, dude, what the hell? 
<laughs> you're in all of his class like that's like the the guy who's in all of the classes with the nerd calling someone a nerd and be like you are also an ap calc you're not impressing us no, also a quarterback nerd. <laughs> Ari used to call E short, and like people used to point out, be like, you know, you're like a half inch taller, right? You're just, <laughs> but yeah, half inch, man. I'm this much less of a nerd. So uh, accidentally, we've created a new award, um, the uh, the class bully award, Walker Zimmerman. Yes. Oh, Kate Cowell's in training. Yeah, Cade Cowell's totally <laughs> going to be a team bully. Oh, yeah. You could pick any one of those guys. Cade Cowell, uh, Paxton Pommel. Just pick somebody out of that, like, general pool, player pool. No, no. Paxton Pommel. Oh, wait. No. Paxton Pommel? Isn't he, like, 5'6"? I don't. Look at his name. Eh. Cade <laughs> Cowell, also great shout for social media. My guy wears cowboy boots, cowboy hats, and that sweet, sweet mullet, like, all the time. <laughs> and it is so good. It's made me rethink almost every decision I've ever made in my entire life. Uh, I, too, think that you should rock a mullet, cowboy boots, and a cowboy hat at all times. It, I, I, I will go on record that Gen Z is getting it right with bringing back, like, the shaved sides, mullet on the back. Just delightful. I'm so happy to see if the kids walking it. around like that. If you can rock it, just do it. Like, I, I can't do that oh, in yeah. real life. Like, I, but I, uh, I'll, I'll say this about Gen Z, uh, because apparently we're talking about Gen Z for a second. Uh, I noticed that they, they, they revived Hot Topic, which as someone who was around mm. for the first iteration, uh, shout out Gen Z. Good job. Wait, there are still malls? I went <laughs> to a mall a today. Huh. Yeah, I, 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 I was trying to go to a Target and um, they took me to a mall instead. And it tricked me. <laughs> like right. I, I Target was disguised. <laughs> like I thought it was that's a Target. To, that's how they get people to go to malls now. Yeah, as, as Asa walked in, Wiley Coyote just took off the Target. <laughs> Got him. It was like, ah, suddenly I'm in a pack sun with a tropical smoothie place. <laughs> um, ben, so we, we only have uh, two awards left. Um Ben, you've got the uh, the Vampire Award. What, what, what do you got? I don't know what it means. All right. All right. So it says most likely to arrive early and leave late. So this is going to go to somebody who I feel is a hard worker and I feel desperately sorry for. It is Josh Sargent. Because oh. recently there was a, Nor- a Norwich game on and it was the only game involving an American. So I watched it and I feel awful for the boy. And he tries so hard. He tries so hard and it's just terrible. Go away. Just run away. Go to a, go to like a lower division series, like Dutch side and score a bunch of goals. Just he, stop. He he's 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 in dangerous, dangerous territory of like having the Josie uh or yeah, the Josie Altador like three years at Sunderland. At Hull like, City and Hull, yeah. Like, oh Sunderland. no. Right, yeah. And he I'm needs there. to go score. Yeah. And I mean, I know you're getting paid, man, but uh, it's hard to watch. Yeah. I go think, go uh, enjoy your game, you know. I think uh, Mr. Ariola also would have been that, despite the fact that uh, you know he doesn't necessarily have a lot of fans. Uh, at least the boy works hard. He, so, so I actually think that that Paul Ariola is the uh, gets the Milton from Office Space Award, which is going to burn it all down. Well, that, but also like <laughs> we actually fired him four years ago. <laughs> Um, just fix the problem. We fixed the glitch. Oh, so we'll fire. No, no. <laughs> we fixed the glitch. Uh, Paul Ariola, uh, if if he does not find his stapler, we're all in trouble. I hope he does. Um, Kevin, you have the the last award for now. I have one more award. That's a surprise. It's not on the show notes. Uh, so, Ooh. so Kevin, you 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 What's got the, the second. Reading these things. I'm gonna get earnest. Relax. <laughs> So my award is the White Knight Award. It's the most likely to save the day. Um, I was told by the corporate powers that be that the award has to be given to Christian Pulisic for, I don't know, like, you know, beating Mexico a couple of times in 2021 (laughs) and just generally being like, you know, the hero that that we deserve. Um, But I'd like to give an honorable mention to Josh Sargent's defensive header against Honduras in the the Nations League semifinal, Um, because without that, I'm being a a little bit playful with this, but I'm actually being genuine when I say if Honduras scores that goal, 
we probably don't have that galvanizing moment against Mexico in the Nations League final. And who knows, like, where this team would be today. I'm being serious when I say that. Oh, yeah, I get you. And it was funny because I was grading that game and he came out with, like, a decent grade. And it was mostly because of defensive work. And I'm like, yeah. well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I got There's... some points for that. <laughs> you know, the world isn't FIFA where you just want to put like, you know, 93 pace players everywhere on the field. Like sometimes you need people to do gritty stuff and Josh Sargent's gritty. Paul Ariola does hard work. Right. That's important stuff. I mean, Uh, ideally your striker's scoring a bicycle kick, not a defensive header, but what are you going to do? Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes your striker uh, is, has a defensive header that uh, is a banger of a goal. Uh, Shout out (laughs) Jesse's artist. Um. So, uh, so the last thing I want to say here uh, amongst the awards, because actually, as it turns out, the way that banquet, banquets work uh, is that uh, the people involved in them get, get a special shout out. So uh, special shout out to everybody uh, on this podcast who works very hard and uh, does all sorts of cool things, um, but not Greg, because I'm getting, no, wait, no, 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 that's Kevin. Kevin's the one being <laughs> in the show notes. <laughs> This is graffitiing the show notes. <laughs> this, is not, yeah, this is a bad idea introducing the show notes, but uh, this is not the award we found along the way, man. Like, we don't need to do this. Um, so, uh, so, so I think the the last award that I want to actually give out is actually to um, uh, uh, to uh, Matt Turner for uh, effectively effectively splitting our fan base into two um, by simply mm-hmm. being good at his job. Um, like he, he, he provided the, uh, the counterpoint to Zach Steffen in such a way that our, our fan base, like, like, it's like simple fault lines, like, oh, who, which, which, um, which keeper do you support is like, like the, like, like a question in like the French revolutions, like, uh, how do you feel about the King? Uh, great. I, I really love what's going on here. Uh, in the show notes, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this because nothing good is happening here. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> gave him a minus six point nine. <laughs> Thanks so much to our guests, uh, Kevin, who you can't find on the internet, although we tag him sometimes. But he's in the mountains right now, so who knows if he's actually checking stuff. Um, ben has a whole bunch of stuff that I missed because of the holiday season. I don't check Twitter as much but you should absolutely check out everything that he does on halfspaces.com. Um, he's on Twitter at BL Herald, but he uh, writes a ton. He does a ton of analysis. He gets re- responded to by Bill Connolly. Uh, I've now been uh, fully authorized by Bill Connolly. Definitely. Um, Taylor Twelman just followed me. Taylor Twelman follows. Uh, oh. he, yeah. we, we, are, we are actively fighting off a corporate hostile takeover by ESPN of our, uh, of our, our dear Ben. Um, so follow him at, at, on Twitter at BL Herald, uh, check out halfspaces.com. Uh, for all of your worst takes, please at Mr. Mojo rising 89. Uh, that's Greg. He will respond to them. And, um, for all of your best takes, please, uh, please at, uh, TLS underscore N TL or TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, that's, I'm usually there. Sometimes other people are there, uh, for the, uh, for the Michigan game. It might be Angus. It might be uh stumpy it might be kevin kevin if you want to live tweet during the michigan game you know that's all you um hate tweet <laughs> hate tweet i'm gonna get more and more bourbon as the night goes on just to know <laughs> these tweets um we don't have an instagram we're gonna get that up and running shortly uh you know we'll we'll let you know um we also don't have a tiktok shout out gen z uh we don't really know what tiktok is um a special thank you to our sponsors the smith workforce management group as well as whoever Blue Wire decided to put in. A special thank you to Dan for showing up. You should um, follow him at Touchline Fraka, uh, at Chessie Hour, at TLF Muga, at all sorts of stuff. Follow all the, the Touchline folks, um, but specifically uh, follow us at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. I already said that. I've, I've had it truly. Um, we uh, <laughs> want to... One truly. Uh, I hate you, Greg. Uh I'm going to edit all that out. So you don't know what I'm responding to dear listener. Uh, Special thank you to you, the listener. Um, This has been a great year. This was the first year of touchlines and touchdowns. Um, We hope for many more. Um, Please like subscribe, share, but uh, more than anything else, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you in 2022.
Sports Social Podcast Network.